Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. Hello, Vanessa Raglan. Hey, Cole, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty great, thanks. Sweet. Yeah, what a day. Yeah, it is. It is a day. Mm. It's just kind of beginning. We're yeah. in the late morning right now. Yeah, just sort of getting in our groove. That's I don't right. know what today's going to be like yet. I have yeah. no preconceived notion. It's all wide open, V. Right. It's right. just like a big old <laughs> cave. <laughs> okay, that's a good that's a good way to end that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I almost went a very bad way. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm so glad that you decided to take the time to come. That's right. Uh, a wonderful guest, too, is, uh, <laughs> probably holds the world's record for the most podcast appearances. And now anywhere. he's tied for the most on ours, right? Yeah, this will be his third solo episode. Oh, then he has the most solos. He has the most now solos, and yeah. he came back for... Uh, Pop my cork as well. So, so excited. Very glad he's here. Uh, PFT, of course, which we'll intro in a little bit. Uh, also, very excited. This is, uh, well, it's a little bittersweet. Oh, no. It's the, I don't uh, like bittersweet. It's our, it's our last episode with headline shirts. Oh, but I, you know what will remain forever? Our shirts. Yeah, and how good they are. Yeah, they're pretty rad. <laughs> uh, headline shirts is a sponsor, and uh, they are em. fantastic. They printed actually our brand new Pop My Culture t shirts, which we love. You can get on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. There's a little merch tab you can click. That's right. It's got a lot of podcast recurring guests on there. It's designed yeah. by Dave Perillo. It's an amazing looking shirt. I love it. Uh, but headline shirts, their shirts are fantastic. Great quality, mm-hmm. made here in the United States. That's right, made by hand. They're a vintage blend. They're a poly cotton blend. They're really soft. The fit um, is great. Yeah. I love them. And if you go to their sh- website, which is headlinesshirts.net, you can see how funny they are. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of really cool kind of pop culture and jokey yeah. shirts that are uh, pretty awesome. In fact, we're wearing headline shirts in our photo today with Paul. I'm wearing a French bulldog shirt. And I'm writing a bunch of monkeys writing on typewriters. One That's of them is going to come up with Shakespeare, y'all. That's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's a cool thing, too. If you go to their website, headlineshirts.net, and you enter <gasps> the promo code... Beefaroni. Beefaroni. You get 25% off your first Whoa. order. Whoa. Yeah. So you should order a lot that first time because the more you pay, the bigger amount you save. That's right. So check out Headline Shirts. They're amazing. And thank you guys. I love them. Thank you, Headline. Sponsoring the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, we are mostly listener supported. Yes, we are. There's a donate button on our website. You can click it and put in any number. And that's how much you love us. I hope you love us a million. <laughs> All it takes is one. <laughs> so that, yeah, there's, the a, there's a donate button there. It takes you to PayPal. Any little bit helps. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate it. And we'll give you a shout-out on the air if you donate. We, uh, we're actually going to hold our uh, shout-outs till the next episode. Because we're feeling stingy. That's right. Feeling and also we recorded stingy. this pretty quickly after our last episode. Yeah. So uh, anyways, yeah. So the next episode, we'll uh, take care of them in one fell swoop. I can't wait to swoop. You can also uh, email us. Yeah. Oh, at info, Cole was giving me that look like that's where you chip in. That's where you chip in there. I'm not really on my game today. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Yep. Any uh, thing you want to write to us, we'll write you back. Yep. Knock, knock. Here for you. We'll do knock, knock jokes <laughs> through email. Also, if you like the show, go to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, yeah, you can leave us five stars. There is no more, so you would want to settle for five. I know you guys are like, shit, <laughs> only five. Um, but it, they really help us to get featured and help us to bring new listeners, which is going to help us to keep making the podcast. That's right. 
Uh, hey, if you guys are in the Santa Monica area, that's Santa first Monica, of all, California. check out the Ferris wheel. That's right, <laughs> on the pier there. Ooh, boy, does it go round and around. Sometimes there's street magicians blowing your mind with stuff with spoons. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But if you happen to be there between, I don't know, October fourth and sixth, yeah, what a great coincidence. That's right. You should come see us do a live podcast in the LA Podcast Festival. We're so excited, and we know we're asking you to mark your calendars early. But who knows? Who's making travel plans? That's right. Add Santa Monica in. We're gonna have a blast. The weather is good in October here. Yeah, it's good most of the time here. It's always good here. Yeah. Uh, it's a good time the to people come. People are it's, horrible, but it's God, past the all the major tourist, you know, crop, so it'll be a little less crazy, and it's a fun time to come. Plus, sometimes people already have their jack-lanterns out, which is fun. That's true. So, (laughs) go to LAPodFest.com. You can get the schedule and all that stuff. They haven't Mm -hmm. really announced what's what yet, but you can kind of see all the other great shows that are happening, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want the scoop, go to the ice cream store. Oh, boy. Stop it. Uh, one last thing before we bring out our amazing guest. Uh, we're going to give away like we do in a lot of our episodes. Boom. Uh, we uh, are going to have Paul sign a uh, Mr. Show season. If you want to get a hold of that. I want it. I want it. That's right. <laughs> Just go to our website when this episode is out Pop in the comments line. Com. Yep. I'm just a little off today. <laughs> in the comments for this particular episode, uh, leave your answer to the first question, which comes later in the show, and we'll pick somebody out of there to receive that awesome signed DVD. And remember your answer to the second question. It's always yes. There's always room for more. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. This guy. You can always tell when Vanessa's about to do a bit because she goes into this weird voice. That (laughs) that one. (laughs) Anywho. And I stick my finger up in the air. She does. You guys can't see. And be thankful you can't. You're welcome. All right, guys. Oh, yeah. We've uh, we've house kept enough. Let's Ugh. let's get to the fun, shall we? Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Paul F. Tompkins, <laughs> our guest today, back for his third solo episode. The original rolling with the homie. What? <laughs> no, she's right. Yeah, That's true. I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> The notary public <laughs> of notary public of the podcasting world. Paul F. Tompkins, everybody. I don't even know what that means. The notary public. <laughs> what? Uh, let's let's take a little time. Okay. All right. What were you going for? Yeah, that's, that's the first. I don't know. I just decided to choose a weird uh, position for you, and notary public is what came out. Okay. Because I, I feel like it's important, Paul. No, no, no. Uh, look, I, I do not mean to. You do not want to get the notaries disrespect against you. notary publics. They do an important service for all of us. Yeah, they validate, which is all we all want. To validate parking things. <laughs> yeah, it's an expensive way to validate your parking. What are the things that you need a notary public to notarize? Get this notarized. I know that it's always dreadfully inconvenient. Yeah, yes. and it's always a strange place you have to go. Yes, unless you're lucky yeah, enough to have one in your family. Yeah, what do you need to get notary? Or just Passport go to the stuff? notary district. Shit. Legal, legal stuff. stuff. Yeah. Legal stuff. Well, I do a lot of that these days. I don't know if you knew, but I'm almost through law school. You, congratulations, Thank almost. You. Thank you. Get, uh, <laughs> Let's not get out of ourselves. It's not going great. Counselor, let me ask you this. Certainly. Uh, if you are a notary public, can Correct. you notarize your own documents? No problem. Uh, you just have to use a different name. And that's the legal <laughs> that's, way to do it? That's the loophole. Mm. Well, this country is found in the loopholes. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. So are Afghans, if you think about it. You know what? Yes. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if you could notarize your own documents? You would abuse that power so much. Oh, of course. Gosh. Well, that's all you would do. Yeah. You would invent documents to notarize. Stamp them. 
You would get a stamp. That is a pretty amazing position. Not enough positions have a special stamp. Where it's like it's not, and it's not just a stamp, isn't it? Like it's a raised seat yeah, kind of thing. It's a whole you like clunk clunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet it's satisfying. If here's what I would do, I would notarize all the uh, the books that I took on a plane with me. And then if I finish them on the plane, I would notarize them and leave them in the seat pocket. Oh, well. you, you cannot notarize your own stuff if you're a notary. Well, that's John, the no, that's not much. the. I've just been told you cannot notarize your own stuff. But this person is not almost through law school, so are you going to take it from the horse's mouth? Or are you going to put it back in the horse's mouth and let the horse chew on it for a while? Why are you leaving so much stuff in horses' mouths, Paul? That's I don't a- know. I, I guess it seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. Yeah. It seemed like where you were supposed to put gifts. Right. Gifts or gifs? Both. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was always a gif. You can look a JPEG horse in the mouth. You just can't, That's right. can't look at it. Don't look a gif horse in the Don't mouth. Don't look a gif horse in the mouth. <laughs> the, old, the old saying you from the guys. cyber age. Uh, Remember the cyber age? Yeah. Oh. Remember when his movies like Johnny Mnemonic and... <laughs> strange Days? Yeah, Strange Days. Oh, my Hackers. God. Oh, my God. There were a lot they of They all those. hold up. And it, it ever, to show like the 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 idea of like data going through a computer, they would do that like they show the wires and oh, yeah. fast forward yeah. like diddly the diddly little diddly pulse diddly signal diddly. going through it. Lots of grids, lots of grids, lots of green on black, lots of green on black. Yeah, you know what? It's a great combo though. It is. Yep. It's a good color combo. Back when you would have the little it. flashing cursor while you're trying to figure out what you're going to type in next, you know. Let's put a pin in that, Cole. Did All you right. say sports do it? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's some green sports outfit that has a green and black color. Outfit? You mean outfit like organization? Like a uh, uniform. It's an outfit out of, uh, oh, where is it? I want to say the sports mid-Atlantic outfits. region. Yeah. Uh, you know, who has green and black? The like It's like in baseball. Philadelphia? No. No, they have green and silver. Oh. The Eagles. The Eagles. Mm-hmm. Well, some sports should do it. It's a great combo. You're not wrong. Thanks. It is a great combo. Do you think that sports teams don't mm. do it, sports outfits, excuse sure, me, thank you. don't do it because they're too concerned with coming off to digital? Yeah, I think it is all hearkening back to the cyber age and right. people don't really want to be connected to that, but we have enough distance now. Well, but you don't want your fans in the stands going, what is this, Tron? <laughs> Tron like again. thousands of people <laughs> organized <laughs> to, to chant that in that way. Tron again. Tron? <laughs> well, no, except it doesn't bother Tron. the Fresno State Trons. You know, <laughs> no. They, you it know, works to their advantage. Yeah. Their color scheme is... Teal and mauve. Yep. And there's also the feathers. Very classy, clashy. <laughs> yeah, really. Clashy, the clashy. <laughs> they have feathers all over them, too. That's right. Oh, they're the a bunch trons. of birds. Yeah, they're actually just birds. <laughs> they're not a sports I'm team. talking about some parrots I know. <laughs> parrots oh, I excuse know. me. I was just talking about Some parrots I'm acquainted with. <laughs> you should go hang out at the zoo and be like, hey, guys, I know these parrots. Oh, <laughs> just give me a minute. These guys are great guys. Or ask the I'll parrots at the zoo, do you know the parrots that I know? <laughs> <laughs> And then the parrots will be like, we don't all know each other because they can talk. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not crossing any sort of. Just stop repeating. You know the parrots I know. Stop repeating that. <laughs> that would be the best thing to happen upon at the zoo. A person going back and forth with a parrot. Both of them going, do you know the parrots I know? <laughs> do you know the parrots I know? Did you know that African gray parrots can live mm. to be like eighty? I think five hundred years old. Oh, you're right. And I underestimated. They do not like that last 300 years. <laughs> it gets tiring. They're they're over it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm still alive. That's where they, that, right. for the rest of their days, they will say, for the last 300 years, what, I'm still alive? This again. And that's all. Over <laughs> that's all it. Yeah. 
<laughs> my new humans are dying. <laughs> like, imagine how many humans that parrot would go through. How it's like I guess. Oh my gosh. You know what? It's they are us, and we are the dog. What, yeah, what, that's right. What just happened? <laughs> that's right. Well, because the parrot is now. It's almost like the parrot is the pet owner and yeah. the human right. is the pet. And because, they're cycling yes. through him and they're like, oh, he's good. But I mean, at his weight, he's probably got another 20 years. So mm-hmm. we want to get a I baby, but. You just solved existence. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, I had this happen last night. Ready for this uh, mind uh, explosion? No. Nah, yeah. Whoa. You could, I am, hold on a second. <laughs> you guys, say I goodbye. I say say your goodbye. Mind explosion <laughs> came up. Went all scanners on us. What's Make that? sure my you will know, is up to date. You know how people say dogs have four legs? Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, yeah. I just heard someone say that yeah. today. Yeah. What if you started saying and believing that dogs have four arms? <laughs> I thought of this last night and I can't get over it. <laughs> it's not exactly incorrect. Well, only in that dogs do not use their arms as you say <laughs> in any arm-like way at all uh you have a point but they dangle from their body and have fingerish things attached you're saying you know i remember a comedian back when i was starting out one of the open micers in philly who used to tell this joke that and that involved uh the, the punchline was if you could just get the dog to trim his fingernails <laughs> and it bothered me so much. I heard him tell this like a million times. Dogs don't have fingernails. <laughs> they don't even really have toenails if you think about it. They or have, do they? Do they have toes? Do you call those well, things toes? Well, that's what, that's what we're talking about, buddy. We're trying to unpack this thing. Okay, buddy. <laughs> buddy. I think it'd be more correct Little like buddy. if they just trim their paw claws. Paw claws. Paw claws. Paw claws. Because they really are claws. They, they right? are. Yes. No. Claws. Yeah. Uh, no, look, I know, I know you have animals and you love them. <laughs> yeah. But those are claws. Are. No, claws scratch. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's what they do. Well, mine don't. So I think they're just nails. Do people ever declaw dogs? That's no, thing, that's right? a barbaric so. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because dogs don't tend to, no, they, don't. they can scratch up furniture, right? But they don't really do or it they like cats. They it. Don't, yeah, they're gnaws, gnaws. Yeah, they're. they're what more if you think of their mouth as an eye? <laughs> now I'm crazy. Just, yeah. The arm thing has. You had a mind explosion. <laughs> Wasn't that great? <laughs> I did. Like, I did like that. The arm thing I liked. I yeah. like that. Thanks. Well, I'll, I'll ponder that for the yeah. remainder of the afternoon. For with what's left of your mind after right. the explosion. It's not hitting anyone. Like it hit me. I guess because you got. No, it sure. Yeah, is. you got very. <laughs> I think that is safe to say. <laughs> well, you took a very quick route of like. Well, no, they're not arms. So yeah, I just. Could, I'm so, yeah. you know what? I apologize. I just. I could not get on board with that. But well, now, I think that's but now in my mind, I'm picturing response. a dog like once the humans leave, picking up like a barbell <laughs> with any of their trying arms. Trying to lift the thing. Do you know why? Because it's it. I guess for me, it calls to mind a, a dog that has four hands. Yeah. At the end of its uh, ar- arms. Well, this whole thing last night spurred a whole conversation with my other friends, who also weren't really getting on my team about this, but. <laughs> Were you guys because drinking lots of wine? Did you just watch Waking Life? I wish either of those were true. I was having tea. It's waking <laughs> I just Life, that weird animated movie, rotoscoped or whatever. Yeah, Richard Linklater. Like, what other animals have arms that don't have thumbs? That's the question we got to. That don't have thumbs? Yeah. Uh, porcupine. 
You would call a porcupine. He has arms, though. Well, because they have little, they do have little hands. Little they have thumb pads. Things. They don't have thumbs. I just yeah. learned all of this the other day. <laughs> Where did you learn it from? Well, a friend of mine on Facebook posted this video of a porcupine eating a slice of banana. Oh my and god, was, was it adorable? Well, yes and no. <laughs> it was a, the porcupine was an adorable little creature who was adorably enjoying this banana, mm. but. Uh, it did have little hands, like raccoon style, yeah. which I wasn't prepared for at all. <laughs> it was it was up on a um, on like a bar, and it was hoisting up this uh, this ladder, this ladder, this um, this uh, basket on a rope, uh, and then pulling out the little piece of banana and eating it. But the whole time, it was making this noise that sounded like a human child. And it was very disturbing. Like that? <laughs> oh, I love him. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also his needles out of his skin. Yes. Quills. Yeah. But like he, doesn't have great any, movie. he doesn't have any on his belly. Oh. So you could pet that's him That's a good belly. place. Yeah. I hear they have good personalities. This well, guy was full of personality. Yeah. His name was Kimosabe. Really? Yes. <gasps> Whose is he? He was the at Lone some animal. What? <laughs> the Lone the Lone Rangers. Rangers. <laughs> he's, he's at an animal refuge. Oh. And uh, I also learned that uh, porcupines have um, two sharp incisors, but then oh, his, no. one of his was infected, and so oh. they didn't pull it out. And oh. that's why he's got to eat bananas instead yeah. of, I don't know, cats. I think it sounds like a great, great upgrade, right? <laughs> to only have one sharp tooth? Yeah, well, like now you get delicious soft foods we'll prepare. All the other little guys, I was going to call them hoes. They aren't hoes. Those little hoes. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maybe I was trying to say some different kind of hedgehog. I don't know. But no, it's way to go, buddy. Porcupine's down. (laughs) Um, He, uh, I, I, I hope that he he seemed to be enjoying this banana. Like the sounds sounded happy. But maybe he misses gnawing on whatever they Probably. gnaw on. Coconuts? I don't know. I bet they do suck on bones. Oh, there is that is. him? There he is. You we are guys. Him right now. <laughs> the eating sounds are the best. I will admit that. That is the cutest animal. It is like he's pretending to like it for the benefit of the, <laughs> the, the, the person. Everybody's listening to this. Look this video up so you can mm, have So good. Idea. There's another porcupine who has a pumpkin that he's enjoying. <laughs> Porcupine's really going to enjoy things. They love... Little fruit. I've also been falling down. A, this has been a while, but a rat rabbit hole. Rats can do tricks, lots of them, and people put them on the internet. I think that's why they use them in so many experiments, right? Oh, because they have. That's a sad use of. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty intelligent, and uh, that's why we're killing them all the time. Hey, man, maybe we're in an experiment. You know what I mean? That's right. Well, maybe we're the rats. We're the parrots. Sorry for the mind explosion. Maybe we have four legs. <laughs> what? Oh, now that uh, makes sense. <laughs> Uh, Glad we had you here. <laughs> I think your four legs idea has arms. I think it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you you went to Comic Con. I did. This is my first Comic Con. Oh, it was. Yes, Whoa. yes, yes. I'd avoided it studiously. Yeah. yeah. Not. Well, it's not like it's I. A thing. Well, I'd never been asked to be part of it yeah. for any reason, and I was never unhappy about that because it <laughs> seemed like. What I, what I would hear from people is that it just got to be a bigger and bigger mess yeah. every year. It's and it huge, just yeah. Insane. 
and it made me nervous. I, I, I don't enjoy big crushes of people, yeah. you know? And so I thought that seems like an anxiety nightmare. And it turned out to be not that, it turned out to be exactly what I expected, mm-hmm. which was, it was kind of hard to get around. There was a ton of people there. Um, but everybody was very nice yeah. and the vibe there was very positive and it was, uh, I was glad that I went and I would go again. Sweet. I went as well this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone the last four or five, I think. Apparently there were a bunch of people that I knew that I did not see at all. And I thought, and I had made loose plans with people too. Like, Hey, we're both going to be down there. Let's get a drink or something. And then it's just like you are a leaf on the yeah. tide where it's just you're carried it's, along yeah. by these things that you have to do right. and then it's just impossible. It's, yeah, it's very it's you really have to make an effort to like meet up with somebody. Otherwise yeah. it's like half the time there's people I was gonna see that I was texting with and it was like, Oh, I'm in Hall H right now. Oh, I'm over in ballroom twenty, I'm over in the gas lamp, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's like Bye. Even though technically you're not that far from each other, it would take like it's going to take me 25 minutes to get over to where you are. Oh yeah, and it's like which half under a mile. normal yeah under normal circumstances it would be a five minute stroll. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What were you there for? What brought you there? I time? was there with, for a couple things. Uh, for the most part, with the thrilling adventure hour. That's right. Uh, it was our first time at Comic Con. They uh, so, so that's exciting. A, a show that I'm a part of, uh, and I think you've had yeah uh, we've had them. Acker and Black yeah. on here um, and other people from the yes. show. Um, and that's a uh, uh, for the listeners. That's a, a podcast uh, the, based on a live show at uh, Largo here in Los Angeles. That's a, it's a enchanting fake and radio magical. Show. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I love doing it, and it's uh, um, it's been nothing but fun. And, and uh, they released a graphic novel um, where they have uh, they wrote. Um, uh, a bunch of the stories that uh, that are the revolving stories in the show, and uh, artwork has been added to them by extremely talented artists. And so awesome! Yeah, so we went down there and did a signing, and we did a couple shows, and uh, it was a couple panels, and it was it was really great. And the other thing was, I did a private show um, Ooh, uh, for, for chic. It, it, oh, it was very chic. Uh, I was at a place called uh, Dick's Last Resort. Uh, <laughs> is that a true story? That is a true story, <laughs> which is apparently a chain. I'd never heard of it before, but there's a, a bunch of Dick's Last Resorts. So the name is a bit of Wait, a Wait, is that where they write mean things on you? Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. That did not happen while we were there yeah. that I am aware of, <laughs> unless I walked out there with a sign on my back. You have the back of your shirt. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it was me and a couple other comics, and it was for the... Um, a company called Break Media that produces this web series that I do called Speakeasy. Oh, yeah. And so, so this great. was kind of a party for them. And at this party, I saw uh, a King of Kong villain, Billy Mitchell. Ooh. Yes. Was there an interaction? There was, there was a sort of interaction. When I first walked into the place, um, I was uh, being taken to the backstage area, and I walked past this bank of uh, video machines, um, video games, Video machines, <laughs> video game machines. Why not? That's a three-word phrase. <laughs> and uh, I, just out of the corner of my eye, saw this guy that I, for for one second in my peripheral vision, I was like, who's this Nick Cave-looking dude? <laughs> and then I turned full on and saw him, and it was Billy Mitchell. And I huh. looked away instantly. Like, I couldn't believe how quickly my mind registered who he was. And uh, I said, was that Billy Mitchell? And they said, yeah. And he's playing a Donkey Kong machine. Oh, my gosh. Go for a new record, Um, which I guess he didn't get because halfway through my set, I saw him uh, walking out of the building or like walking into this secret room in the building, like some office or something. And so I urged the audience to uh, be silent, moment of respect. 
as uh, Billy Mitchell passed by in our presence. Oh. And then he turned and gave me like a little huh? one of those two, two fingers from the forehead salute. <laughs> and that was my interaction with him. No, not bullhorns. Oh. Oh. But sort of two fingers together as if they are super glued together. A, yes, a sort of boy You could use it to stir a drink. The way these fingers if are, you, if you please, yes. yeah. And he See, I would have. Uh, I just would have like just challenged him to some game that maybe mm. he's not great at. You know, like I you, hey Mitchell, you, me, burger time. Let's go. What's burger time? <laughs> Is that a real game? game? Yeah. yeah, it's you a have very, to make burgers, it's and it's hectic. It's very. Hectic. That sounds great. Is it not great? Well, I like food-based games. Two schools of thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, uh, the action of the game, obviously, can be very exciting, but it's like a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're not getting yeah, paid for it. Sometimes you want to unwind after make work. Burgers. Yeah. I think that's actually right. some comedian's bit, and I can't remember. But that, really... I think somebody had a bit about that when that game came, <laughs> came out. out. <laughs> I can't remember. It was, a, it was really popular in 83. Was it Fingernail Man? It was probably Fingernail Man. <laughs> yeah. But literally, you like, it's sort of set man. up like a... Like anything where there's multiple levels, you would walk across and like a bundle drop. The gate's malfunctioning. Did anyone hear a gigantic phone having been <laughs> yes. left off the hook? Oh, the giant is getting pissy again. <laughs> Hello? Hello? The solicitors keep calling the giant. <laughs> I understand. It's hard to hang that phone back up yeah. because it is it's gigantic. <laughs> you got to really be ready for that. That's a hell of a way to start a Wednesday. <laughs> That's the noise you don't hear too much anymore, though. You know? Like, yeah. There was a time That's where true. you would leave a phone off a hook and then that would happen do you know i i think i found this out as recently as last year that the if you'd like to make a call please mm-hmm. hang up that lady it's still the same recording really as it was from when we were tiny children <gasps> oh. if it ain't broke don't fix it i guess i hope she gets residuals i hope she's still with us me too oh that's sad i didn't even think that that was a possible i thought she was a terrorist who knows, who knows how <laughs> yeah. old that recording is yeah. Or maybe she, she fell down when she was old, went to the phone to make a call, and dropped it, couldn't get to it. It went to that, and then she heard her own voice going, if you'd like to make a call. And then she oh, no. kind of had a little wry grin and a little laugh as she expired. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> what a way well, to go. Okay. <laughs> you, could really, you could really apply that to anything. Yeah, that's Anyone's why it works. Death, so you say, what if they thought it was funny? <laughs> <laughs> but what, what if, if a driving instructor got killed in a car accident? <laughs> but they had the wry grin right. as they went. Rye grin. I didn't see that coming. Exactly. <laughs> a me of all people. Oh, gosh. And you then guys, I made she this went up joke to heaven, she's like, what a goof. <laughs> and they all had a good laugh. You'll never guess what happened. <laughs> Please, tell us. <laughs> this is something I just made up. It goes like this. Um, when don't you want the phone on the hook? Is this a new game? When you're fishing. <laughs> oh, God. When don't you want the phone on the hook? When, when you're, you're fishing. fishing. Did you deliver the punchline as perfectly. if you were a two-year-old child? Uh, no, just perfectly. Uh, uh, no, if, uh, that's okay. your, there's no argument about that's that. That's your okay. bit voice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's oh, what okay. I do when I have a, a good bit. Because there's, sort of, there's a sort of please forgive me quality <laughs> Definitely. to your delivery. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I did pick up on you that. You picked that up okay. correctly. It's always like, don't, what do you think about that? That's the subtext <laughs> of every joke. I'm not saying it. This other person <laughs> yeah. is. I don't know. When you're fishing. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah. You get it. Okay. Well, everyone. Well, wait. Why were you in Comic Con, Cole? And I do not mean to accuse you of anything. Banking, <laughs> uh, Robin. Uh, I, uh, 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 Robin, the video uh, bank. I, you can't prove I was there, copper. 
Um, I uh, we get uh, press passes because of the podcast every year. Very um, nice. And Very uh, it really the, the the thing that press pass gets you is in for free, but it doesn't get you any sort of special tribute. So Except wait for in, in the lines pants. for anything you want to go to. Right. You can get like you can make appointments to go in the press room and have like a five minute interview with somebody if you want, but mm-hmm. that's about what you can get out of it. You're have not you, allowed to touch. Have you guys thought about wearing fedoras and putting those press passes into Ooh, your fedoras? I like that. Thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the appropriate response. Yeah, I have thought about that. That <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good idea. I like to do a phone bank, and instead of yelling "stop the presses," <laughs> I yell "start the presses." Oh. Right? Because yeah. they're just like sitting by waiting. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, don't wait. I don't really have much of a scoop for you here. Right? Go ahead and roll Go with whatever you're going to gonna use. Start the presses. Start them up. Um, but yeah, Vanessa's gone with me in years past, but yeah. she couldn't this year, so I, um, this year. I was just kind of floating around like a wind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I usually was, keep him very grounded. I'm sure. I remind him of his roots. His roots. His roots. The thing that's crazy about Comic Con now is because there's there's such a huge mass of people, like 100,000 people or whatever. And the biggest hall, she's going to go pee like she usually does. The biggest. (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) It's all right. The listeners are are accustomed to it, V. The the biggest lecture hall, Hall H, is like 7,000 seats, right? Mm. Which is really like less than ten percent of the people that are at Comic Con. Yeah. So you have these massive panels with like these giant stars for these biggest movies that are like nerd central as far as people wanting to see them. Well, and so the big ones this year they did uh, uh, Joss Whedon, right? Did he do that that Shield? Shield, which I was actually at Shield, and they showed the whole they showed the episode. whole pilot. Yeah, and that was actually in Barroom Twenty, which is like four thousand. It's smaller, mm-hmm. and um, I won. Oh, that was in that was in the smaller one. It was in like, so what was the in second the, biggest? What was in the biggest one? Uh, the biggest one that day, the Friday, which is when I went to the Shield thing. Friday was like a nuts day. People camped out for mm-hmm. Hall H, which is like I think it's also because people can't afford the hotels and they can sleep for yeah. free in the lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's crazy. But I think it, honestly it is because the hotels jack their prices up to like four hundred bucks a night or yeah. whatever, and you know people go for four days with their passes. That Friday was like it started with World's End with like Edgar Wright and Simon oh, right. Pegg and all those guys. Then it was like Game of Thrones, Kick Ass Two. Um, Walking Dead, just all these big shows with these you know giant casts and most of the stars there, and they don't mm-hmm. clear the rooms at Comic Con. Once you're in a room, you can stay there all day long. So like seven thousand people come in, and then there's another thirteen thousand people in line because I heard there's like twenty thousand people in line on on Friday, and then like say like a thousand people leave if you're lucky. Then another thousand come in, so Ugh. like people will be in line all day long and not even get in, so or maybe they get miserable. <laughs> If they're lucky, a panel lets out that that was the panel people wanted to see. And so, like, like Twilight, when they do Twilight in the past, right, it's full of the younger people there. And then it empties out. So if you're in line after that, you're probably going to get in. Right. But if it's similar like fan base stuff, people. which a lot of they are, yeah. like, it's only a handful of people that leave. Yeah. And so sometimes, you're like, you'll move up. It seems like a lot of people, <sighs> but you're, you're never in. But it also, like, that stuff, I, I, I guess for me, it's hard to think of a thing that I enjoy that much that I need to see it happening right in front of me in that moment. Yeah. You know, just need to yeah. see these people talking about a thing yeah. that's going to happen, you know, because all that stuff ends up online. You can find right. those panels. Those panels are there like that day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's so like, it's so big and like Hall H, for example, that you're mm. really just looking up at the monitor anyway. Yeah, you're watching <laughs> exactly. it on a big screen. You're not close yeah. enough to like and see it. And you can't pee whenever you want. No, no, I mean, they have... I mean, can. you can, but it's scary because you can't find where you are because it's so many people. 
Yeah, well, there's that. Oh, know. it's scary. Comic-Con oh, is this, scary. This is not run by uh, the forum, that weird uh, cult. <laughs> <laughs> that you are allowed to go to the bathroom if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, it was cool being in there to see, like, for the Shield thing, for example. And the reason I was in Ballroom 20 was because I, Hall H was insanity. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm just right. going to go into Ballroom ball 20. And I got in. You know, early like halfway through the first panel of the day, which was the Big Bang Theory writers' room, mm-hmm. um, and I just stayed in there till after Shield. And you know what was cool about that was is like they showed you the entire thing, which was like forty four minutes, and that was a big surprise. Right? It was a big surprise. No one, no one had seen any footage. It had been very closely guarded. That's cool. Yeah. And I think people were just hoping for a trailer or a scene or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think they they basically rigged it so like. They went to a Q&A right away. They introduced the cast. Like, they didn't know who was going to be there outside of Joss and Jeff mm-hmm. Loeb, who, like, runs Marvel TV. Um, they introduced the entire cast. And then um, they went to, we're just going to go right to questions. And then, like, two questions were asked, including a kid who was, like, his make-away. She was, like, the first question of the day. It was really cute. And uh, the third, like, this woman comes up third and goes, like, uh, hey, Joss, this, my question is for Joss. Um, can we, like, see some footage? And it was kind of, like, really important about it. And then he's like, well, we wanted to bring a clip, but the lawyers were like, you can't. So we're just going to show you the whole thing. Uh, and and people every, lost It was their hysteria. Yeah. It was, like, nerd <laughs> oh my hysteria. It was people, like, were standing up and freaking out. It was... <laughs> What would that feel like? I don't like, think I have it, it in the, me. It was the nerd equivalent. It was the nerd equivalent of being an Oprah's audience and being told you're going home with a car. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was that, and uh, and then they were policing it hardcore. Like they had all these people walking up and down with like goggles on and stuff, making sure nobody's on their phone recording it. Um, what goggles so they could see they could if see, a like, phone a was activated? Thing. Yeah. Ew. Oh my god. What? Because they don't want the footage to get out. I mean, that's the thing. They guard the that footage carefully. That is insane. That's the thing you can't see online after the fact. Is yeah. Unless they decide they're going to post the trailer or whatever it was. But the they footage. were just prepared with night vision goggles. What is it? People should be scared of, like, what goes on. Because the second, if there's but, that kind of thought going into a Comic-Con screening, imagine what really that, crazy though, people will if, do. If they're showing the entire... <laughs> Like pilot of this thing, which doesn't come out till September 24th on ABC. You guys, they made sure we knew that date. Uh, Paul just got five dollars from someone. No, they literally, they literally did a thing to start where they're like, this side of the audience say September, this side say 24th, this side say on ABC, and they had us go like September 24th on ABC. Ooh. So yeah, we're we're very much aware it worked. <laughs> um, but if that thing leaks, like because the second one person takes it, they're going to put it up, and everybody's going to just watch it that way. Yeah. Like it could really and that stuff has happened their before. Ratings. Yeah. yeah. So I understand them wanting. To like be super careful because otherwise what's the point in showing it there just wait people want to see it just wait till the 24th or whatever but i don't know. see that one was cool like that was a neat fun surprise yeah um but half the time it's just like literally like a little clip package of what happened this season on whatever or literally it's like here's one scene where nothing important happens right it's just so-and-so having coffee in a cafe or whatever yeah that's what you get So having coffee. What show would that be? Every show. This is The Walking Dead. It's just Rick having a cup of coffee. He finds some coffee. He's surprised they still have it. Rob Stark having a cup of coffee. It's fresh enough. It's fresh enough. Rob Stark. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all we can show you guys. So sorry, but it's going to be a great season. Not even a little bit of torture. (laughs) Latte is coming this fall. But yeah, it's I always like going. It's yeah. like the thing that I realized with Comic Con is don't have expectations or yeah. you will go crazy. Just go with the flow. That's You're life, not gonna honey. get into everything. You're right. You will get into some cool stuff. You won't get into some cool stuff, but Ultimately, you're, it's, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you're a cool person no matter Aww. what. That's right. That's right. When did we let him go? Oh, then you're not cool. I know. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's a well. thing for cool people. It is. Maybe next time. Speaking of 
cool people. Not not a good transition. No. Real Housewife. Oh, not at all. Not good at all. <laughs> exact opposite. Speaking of cool people, some people who aren't. Real Housewives. Teresa. GDJ. Is That's all uh, I like to say. facing 39 counts what did you, wait, of fraud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? I like to say her last name. GDJ. GDJ. They don't say that. Teresa GDJ. Uh, yeah, they're in big trouble. She's, she's facing happened? 39 counts of fraud and tax evasion. That's so many. That's so many of, counts. She and her husband both, and he's going like, to get in trouble, it, it, too, because he's it not up. a citizen. Yeah, he's a citizen of Italy. <laughs> he's not he a legal citizen here. Oh. But at least get it up to 40 counts. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, think it'll, well, right? I think yeah. it'll round yeah. itself nice, out pretty even. quickly. Do you know what I think it is? Is that people, when they're committing fraud, they don't keep track of how many frauds they're committing. Right. And it's like you don't even have to you don't have to write on a piece of paper frauds I am committing. Right. Just have a piece of paper that has like those hash marks, right? So you know, right? Just for how you, many. or just like a little hand counter, like a little fraud. Yeah, counter. exactly. You know, like, like the if, clickers that people use exactly. at nightclubs. Just yeah. have that. Because if you're just going to eyeball it, you could be wrong. Like yes. you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Don't and I the bet chance. they would have thought that it was over forty. Yeah. If what, you'd what, asked you, them. what are you? What are you guessing? How many jelly beans are in the jar <laughs> to win um, free groceries or whatever? I don't think so. You're committing frauds. I was never close on those jelly bean things. No. I'm terrible at stuff like that. <laughs> so like, bad. Just like any any kind of any kind of eyeballing of Ugh. anything, distance, uh, mm. weight, anything. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and when people tell me I don't know, like when people talk about square footage. They, uh, we're moving oh. into a new place. It's uh, 1,500 square feet. <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't know what expression I'm supposed to have. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, that's a lot or not. Yeah, I, I'm I, sorry I, for I how no much idea. space you have <laughs> to do Get? with Phil. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible at that, too. The jelly bean thing, I'd always be like, ah, 308. And I'm like, oh, 863. Wow. <laughs> I would I always just ask my friends what they were going to pick and then go between things. Oh, that's very democratic. I just bid $1 in case it's just afraid to make my own right decision, rules. I guess. There's also that. Yeah. Isn't that a part of democracy? Fear. I guess it is. I think that's what keeps it all together. <laughs> that almost seemed profound. <laughs> <laughs> Was next door. <laughs> what are they? What? Who were they defrauding? Or is it part of the tax evasion? I think thing? it's a tax type of thing. And it seems like some money laundering and other things. I, uh, you know, on and off, I keep up with the housewives and all of them or certain cities. I have my favorites. Sure, everyone, um, everyone does. Everyone does. And you know, New Jersey has been a favorite and not been a favorite because they are very mean on that one, yeah. especially angry and fighty. Right. The other ones are a little more passive aggressive sometimes, <laughs> which I can get more into because <laughs> I like it when they're nice to each other and then they're mean. Like sure. That's a nice dynamic. But when they're just going to fight all the time, I mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Where's the curveball? But I think that these people have been incredibly nasty, bad people, and I'm not surprised. If you're Teresa, just like play, they don't. play super dumb. Just be like money laundering. I don't not, do laundry. You don't that's even have help. to play it. You know, push it off that way. Get be yourself, it. honey. Be Please, yourself. darling. I'm assuming that's what she sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It's Hi. me, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa Giaducci. Oh, well, best of luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Yeah. I hope justice falls. But I don't know what uh, what will be justice because Maybe I don't have all be the, the plot. Maybe True. that'll be the plot of the new Justice League movie. It's them Ooh. handling tax evasion and fraud. <laughs> I would just like to see Teresa admit for once that she can be wrong. That's me. <laughs> I feel like you want to be on the show, and you just did a confessional. Yeah, wasn't that good? I was imagining I was really made up. I had long extensions in. No, honestly, I wish her love and light, but 
also? Can't she just admit? <laughs> With your love and life. <gasps> oh, disgusting people. Yeah. Uh, all right, one more thing we definitely what to talk it? about. Uh, that we is the now Spike Lee is running a Kickstarter amongst the trend now of very famous people who probably have the financing and the money to make a movie themselves would have decided to let us do it for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's made over, I think he's made his two million, which seems to be like that's what everybody's asking for now. Yeah, because Veronica Mars set the bar with the two million uh, amount, and now people are just trying to replicate that. Um, I don't know the whole thing. Like the Veronica Mars thing didn't rub me the wrong way at all because like that's something they've been trying to do but couldn't do. See, I feel the opposite. Do you? That uh, the the way and – and Spike Lee actually lays it out pretty well in his thing, in his, in his video, video, his Kickstarter yeah. video, that when – studios are no longer interested in making small movies like that. They're just not yeah. because they feel like there's not enough money in it for us. So guys like – a guy like Spike Lee or a guy like Paul Thomas Anderson, you mm-hmm. know, it's very difficult for him to find people to invest in these movies because – they're not going to be gigantic blockbusters where everybody's going to become a billionaire. Right. You know, um, it's just people that are just trying to make interesting films. Right. It's you're really on your own. So I get why a guy like Spike Lee is wanting to wanting to do this so he can make his movie without having a bunch of interference from people or just make his movie at all. You know, yeah. like people like him are being squeezed out of the of the process. However. Veronica Mars is this property that is owned by this gigantic corporation. Mm, that's a good point. There's an audience that says, we will go see this movie if you make it. We promise we will. Right. And then they're saying, well, okay, but we also want you to pay for it kind of like before you pay for it. So yeah. that, that, were, that to me is very cynical where they're asking for – this this is like not an individual. This is yeah. a gigantic corporation right. that could easily fund this fund this movie, make their money back, and then some. Right. You know, they could set a smaller budget, but the fact that they're they're sort of making fans contribute to it that's right. the thing that bothers yeah. me about it. Yeah, I guess for me it was because like they have been trying to do it, at least like Rod Thomas and Tristan Bell and all them have been trying to get it off the ground for years. But they've always just been told no by the studio, and then I think they just basically struck a deal with them. It was like, well, if we can raise two million, blah blah blah, will you guys do everything else? And they mm-hmm. said yes. Um, and I think it was a big social experiment for every all parts involved. But unfortunately now I think yes. the studios are like, oh hey, well exactly, and, and that's, that's the problem. Yes, yes, yeah. and that to me is is what is why it set a really bad precedent yeah. because. Yeah. It's it's people that are impossibly rich that are saying, yeah. oh, we just don't – we're not interested in spending money ever even though we have it. But we, we'd like we to take just, it out of the pockets of people yeah, that we want to make it exactly. from. Exactly. We just yeah. always want to be making money and yeah. never spending money. It's like <laughs> I get a bad business plan. I, yeah, I totally understand. That's the business model. But there's something that's very – very cynical about it and yeah. I, I feel like really takes advantage of the fans of a thing. Yeah. And what would have been a great gesture is is for – it's Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. To mm-hmm. say, hey, we heard you and thanks to all the fans and guess what? We're going to make this movie and here's, here's your, your money Here's back. your piddling amount yeah. of money back. Here's your 25 Compared yeah. to the gigantic yeah. gold bars that we have. That we're sitting on vault. right now. Yeah. Yes. But at least, at least in the Veronica Mars one, there were actual things like you get a DVD. You get to come to the movie. Here's a poster. Like the Zach Braff one is the one that's baffling to me. 
because is he offering any kind of nothing. rewards? Like the, his reward, like <laughs> you can't. There's no DVD. Money. There's no download. So like, seriously, right. I could give you a hundred dollars to make your movie, mm-hmm. and then I still have to go opening day and pay twenty dollars to see it, it makes or whatever. Me feel very uncomfortable. Um, like yeah. I really do feel like people take advantage of their fan base, and also it makes me feel sad for the fans that are feeling like they're part of something when really they're just giving money that they don't have that much. You know? Yes, like, it's very it's very presumptuous. Yeah, the yeah. idea that. Hey, I want you to give me money, and what you get out of it is just this great feeling. It's so of condescending, isn't it? Me out, yeah. It right. is. Like it, it, it is. makes me feel really uncomfortable. Even watching those videos, I'm like, oh, this person is acting like they're doing us a favor by yeah. letting us in on their process when it's it's taking advantage and of people that like yeah. have supported your career. Are the yeah. reason you have a career because you know you know on some level, yes, of course there are people who would just give you money, yeah. you know, to make this thing, right. and that would be enough for them. But that but, doesn't mean that you indulge that, right. you know, to that extent. You got to offer something. Yeah, that's show the thing about, that like, you are appreciative instead yeah. of just like, yeah, you think I'm cool. It feels to me like the coolest kid in school coming up to the nerds and being like, hey guys, if you all give me five dollars, uh, I'll wear a shirt you pick out. <laughs> what a gross person! Yeah. Like, or I'll oh, go, thank buy, you, thank I'll go you. buy the shirt that I want. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. better. That's, that's what it is. Well, you get can have the satisfaction of me wearing it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you'll know that you funded my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the Zach Braff thing. It's like also he's his net worth is twenty four million dollars. I think mm-hmm. so. Like if and he wants it. It's two million to make this movie or whatever. Right. Obviously, he's made more than that. But like. I would think that if $2 million is what he needed to make this movie and his net worth is $24 million, he would be able to fund that mostly himself or if he was really passionate well, about it. Well, with two of his friends. Like, right. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be hard for him at all to yeah. think. And he, you know, his whole thing is like, I have years, I've wanted to do this, but I haven't been able to blah, blah, blah. And it's Come like, on. Eh, it just it upsets me because that. there's so many struggling people that have been working so hard to forge a career. And like that to me is a great use of crowdsourcing where it's yes. like there is these fan base want their people to be heard for the first time yeah. on a larger platform but like somebody from a larger platform stepping down to yes. be like well I'll take some of your money yeah. and be- then go back over here because it creates an unfair competition yeah. for the public's dollar and the idea of kickstarters for people that didn't have right. anywhere else yeah. to turn you know so it's it is that Veronica Mars thing I, I do think set a bad precedent you know and opened the door to um, you know, now it's like, you know, for, for somebody at my level doing what I do, it's yeah. like, well, now I got to compete with right. these people, you know, yeah. right. like I, if, even if I was just thinking about a Kickstarter, it's like, well, I don't want to hear from, you know, from my fans like, oh, sorry, I already gave my Kickstarter five bucks well, to Veronica Mars. Right? I mean, I have a friend that, uh, is like, she sets aside money to always give to Kickstarters. Like she loves supporting things, mm-hmm. but she'll get tapped out on people's projects. Absolutely. And it's like, you could get tapped out on a famous person's project. Well, like the person that without your money, honestly cannot make their yeah. thing. Oh, well, that's the thing sad. too. Like the famous, like, you know, I've funded some things before, but the yeah. famous stuff, like, I'll just look at it. I'll monitor it and see how it's doing. But like, I'm not about to be like one of the first people to jump on that bandwagon to help that person out because they're going to get to their goal. Yeah. Now, this is the kind of thing where if it's something I believe in and I want to see it and they're like struggling on the last day to make it, then maybe I'll kick something in towards it or whatever. <laughs> but otherwise, you like, just sounded like the most generous person. But, you know what I mean? But it's just the, it's that whole idea yeah. of like, I don't think this person's going to have a problem funding. Right. It. Um, yeah. But you know, like there are other people that are friends of mine that are doing things that are, you know, they set a goal like five thousand dollars, yeah. and they get to like thirty eight hundred or something. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, Let's, they're so close, yeah. and yeah. this could actually help them. Because if you don't get it, like if if you have a five thousand dollar thing and you get four thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, it doesn't fund; it all goes yeah. back. Yeah. So there is a difference that can be made yeah. there. Absolutely. 
But also, even if you don't want to spend your own money, which is which is that's a that's an old showbiz maxim is like don't don't put your own money into a movie. Yeah, you know, you always want to get investors. You don't want to ever be in a position where you're losing your shirt on a thing because you never know what's going to happen. Right, you never know yeah. what's going to happen. But it's all about it's all a gamble, and the idea is that. You find people who say, we're pretty sure that Garden State 2 is going to make its money back and make a profit, you mm-hmm. know? He could definitely find those people. If you're talking yeah. about $2 million, yeah. reach out to your your other rich friends. If go you around spend the neighborhood. Money, yeah. yeah. Go, around, go around your Ding gated dong. neighborhood. Hey, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear the shirt. Hey, fellow millionaires. Uh-huh. Yeah. You could probably raise it trick-or-treating in Beverly Hills. Just wait till October. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, instead of asking a bunch of your fans for $1, ask a bunch of your famous friends for yeah. $100. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing and nobody's out a lot of money. Right. You know? Did you see Josh Molina's Kickstarter to go see Zach Braff's movie? Uh, <laughs> I heard no, about it. it was Did amazing. he make a video? Yeah. Oh, like, I never well, saw the video. His thing was like the That's whole amazing. idea of it was like, look, I really want to go see Zach Braff's new movie, but I have no idea what it's going to cost. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and set a, a level of five thousand dollars. <laughs> And whatever the cost of the movie is, that's going to come out of that, and I'll buy the ticket. He's like, because it could be reserved seating. It could be a nice theater. You don't know. Uh, the rest is going to go to a charity. So, oh, my God. So it's like a charity-raising thing, but him like kind of calling that out this whole brilliant. Zach Braff bullshit. But then the, the prizes were really funny. It was like $10 gets you like an autographed photo of Josh Molina or whatever. $25 gets you an autographed photo of uh, – What's his name from Wings? Uh, Tim Tim Daly, but 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 signed by Josh Molina. Right. Um, and then like three hundred dollars or something, you get to bowl with Josh Molina. Um, two games, three if he's bowling well. <laughs> but two guaranteed uh, at Mar Vista Bowl here or whatever. Like, right. like stupid, like fun little incentives. And yeah, I that's great. It was it's a cool thing, and it was for charity. And that, all that is delightful. That's great. And he gets happen. to see Zach Braff's movie. That's, everyone wins. Everyone wins. It's, it's brilliant. Gosh. So, uh, and his movie did get funded, Zach Braff, right? Oh, yeah. Really Big done. And it's a sequel to Garden State? No. It's just some other oh, thing. Okay. It's a different sort of indulgence. Why did I think it was a sequel to Garden State? It is in a way. It's his thing, and it's after Garden State, so sure. And the video of his, like his Kickstarter video is like him sitting in front of a, like a framed nice photo of Garden State. I've seen that, Like yes. a nice apartment, and the production yeah. value of the video is really good. <laughs> like, well, it looks like you already got the setup to go make it. <laughs> Take Half that. of the Kickstarter is to cover the video. The cover of the Kickstarter video, yeah. yeah. Slippery slope, Paul. <laughs> really slippery slope. <laughs> what are your guys' relationships with scabs? Wait, what? Do you mean like for pick people who like uh, work for? Uh, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, fleshy ones. Uh, do you guys have a lot of self restraint? Or I, I do now. You do. I feel like I do now. Did you yeah. go through a phase where you didn't? When I was a kid, sure. Kid, I'm a grown up. I still just can't handle it. Do it. Oh, I know. It just, do it's just it's so exciting. Do it. And it's always that day before it's ready that you just want to rip it off and see what's going on. Really. I don't see scabs on our list of things to talk about. Paula <laughs> <laughs> does the prep, and I a, bring the mystery. Do you have identical sheets of paper there? Yeah, yeah there's okay, a lot yes. of things on here. I don't but mine has scabs, scabs on it. Actual scabs. Yeah, that's the difference. I've been sprinkling. The paper did fall down on its way up here. <laughs> uh, well, let's oh, I get it. Let's do first. Okay, great. All right, we do different first every podcast. You've done these in the past. Yes, indeed. Um, you know. I think we'll go with the middle. This is not my yeah, first. I like that one. First. This is not your first. This is your third first. Wait, what? <laughs> 
Four arms. Four arms. <laughs> four arms. What if we had four arms? We oh, do. What? The great news is we got two of them. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Did you wink at me? <laughs> great news is we got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> see? Uh, what was the first time you remember gambling? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> first time I remember gambling... The first thing that pops in my mind is the first time I went to Las Vegas. I imagine there must have been a time before then. Going to Las Vegas and playing a video poker machine. Ooh. Um, I don't like gambling. I'm not a fan. I'm not good at it. And I don't get the thrill of – like I, I get it a little bit. Like the thrill of, oh, this is going well. I want to keep going. But once it stops going well, Ugh, I know, it's I'm horrible. done. I'm embarrassed. It's yeah. shameful. I'm like, oh, that was bad. I just lost Who am money. I in there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to have, like, a lot of disposable income to feel okay with gambling and losing. Oh, you know? I disagree. If you go to Vegas, you will see that's not true. People have <laughs> horrible lives. And are yeah, or you have to have a severe addiction. Yeah. Uh, but I, the people always tell me that the, the fun game to play is craps. Yeah. And that that's a lot of fun because everyone at the table is kind of playing and they're all enjoying it and, you know, that there's a lot of fun energy there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Plus you get to say the word craps and giggle. Yeah. It's funny. It's so it's good. It's already funny. I don't like gambling. Uh, it makes me nervous. I don't like spending money and I don't like – you don't win. Like you might win, but it's just like the odds are you're not going to win. The house always wins. But, yes, right? exactly. And why would you think you're going to be any different? I mean, it just doesn't make it's me feel It's for good. the stray person who makes stuff to get people to go. Oh, know? no, yeah. I mean, the I house see is gonna it. Win. I mean, I see people do it. And um, my best friend is a professional poker player. and he, But he, like, that's a different game. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a brilliant, like, mathematician. So that's different right. because, but, like, gambling, it doesn't thrill that's me. That's where it, really it loses me though. is because I'm not... A mathematician. Neither am and I. That kind of strategizing yeah. and everything, I am not. Good I played at. two years. But even ago. if you're great with a mathematician, like math stuff, like yeah, but you. Now I'm great with mathematicians. <laughs> I'm, I'm math, not so much. But gosh, I can grease up a mathematician. And can no break time. the ice with them. Would you like a slice of pie? Three point one four one plus um, minus plus minus. But like, there's still, even if the odds are highly in your favor, the other person can pull that card at the end or whatever yeah, and beat is, you. Like, you're still going to lose money and have frustrating term, days. In the long term, you're not going to lose money. If you're really good, you're gonna. There's variance, but you're gonna end up. If you're a skilled player, it'll be okay. But uh, for me, uh, I, a rain man, let's say. Yeah, a rain man, if yeah. you will. Um, I played on a riverboat in Canada. The first gambling I had. So you're a riverboat gambler. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yep, I'm a riverboat Were gambler. Were there I did a arm pull. garters involved? <laughs> so many arm garters. <laughs> Were, did, now, did the gentlemen playing have little guns tucked up inside <laughs> their sleeves? Oh my gosh, how magical would that Someone be? went wrong. They could just go like that really quickly, and then they, they could grab a sack of Ew. of coins. No, thank you. And then jump off the side of the riverboat Crap. where they they've got somebody waiting with a raft to take them back to the bank. Raft. <laughs> Oh, Are you talking man. about like one of the yeah, like, a, like a Huckleberry Finn raft that's just a, <laughs> yep. a square of wood? Yep. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Floating along with bundles. Let's go back and split our winnings. Hurry. A lot of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I like pulling the thing on slot machines. I had a bank that was a slot machine, like a coin bank. And I like that oh, because sure. you do win. <laughs> that's still your money, honey. Well, wait. Doesn't it just take the money? Yeah. 
But it, you don't. But you get to have it back. You get to own that little. But that's bank. like you're. What, essentially, what you're playing out though is <laughs> a scenario where you're always losing. But you have the you key the to lever. open the back. Yes, but and and sometimes no, the coins do come out. Have you seen those banks? So it's a coin bank, and you pull the thing, and if you get three cherries, your coins all come out. I've not seen those. It's really. And then delightful. you got to restart the process. You're like, Ugh, yeah. I just wanted you to hold my coins, bank. This again? You can unscrew the bottom if you like that. <laughs> So basically, it sets you up to be so excited when you go to Vegas and you're not getting your coins out either. Yeah, you don't get them out there. Oh, well. What about you, Cole? I learned Um, the hard way. I think I may have told this before on the podcast, but Uh, when I was a kid, we went to Reno. I was like 12 or 13 or whatever. And so we went to Circus Circus or whatever, and Mm -hmm. then they had like the kids area. Where you're just I bet that's nice. I'd love to look in on those kids. It's like carnival games, basically. Sure. So, you know, and Baby I Vegas was doing one of those little basket toss things. And uh, are those kids sweating and smoking as well? They, they are. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm a, lot of kids with, a lot of kids with oxygen I got a tanks. It's really, it's, up full of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> but I had like at that time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was all the thing. And, mm-hmm. um, there was like three levels of prizes at this basket toss thing. The first one was like like a water bottle with the turtles on the side of it. The second was like a small stuffed ninja turtle. And sure. then the third was like the big stuffed the ninja turtle. The real ninja turtle. And I had, I had won twice, so I had the small ninja turtle, but I wanted Not the bad. big Of course you did. You got bit by the bug, honey. And I couldn't, like, I just couldn't get it to land after that. And, like, That's I so ran so out of money and asked for it from my parents, and then that ran out, you know. They let you out. have more? At one time, uh, what are they going to? They're all in, in a gambling paradise together. Right. How are they going to tell him? Like, no. And yeah, so it's a waste of too. money, son. And then that ran out. Impractical. When that ran out, of course, I was like, "Can I just have like five more dollars, or whatever?" I'm so close. I know I can win this thing. And they're like, "No." And I like, you know, threw shit fit or whatever. I was not very happy because I was so close. Yeah. Yes. Um, you like yeah. the action, but they were like, but they were like. They're like, well, we think you could have a gambling problem, this whole thing. And I was like, I just want the big Ninja Turtle. Buy it for me. I have a big Ninja Turtle problem. <laughs> exactly. And I'll be happy. It's not the games. I don't care about playing the game. I just want the fucking giant Ninja Turtle. Did so, that work? Uh, no. I went away with a smaller Donatello. Have you since seen that larger Ninja Turtle doll and thought, I will purchase this for myself oh, all these should. years later? I haven't. You have you do searched that. for it online? Yeah. I haven't. So you have no work ethic. So <laughs> wow, that's a leap. <laughs> You're in a gambling addict with a work ethic issue. Great news, Cole. <laughs> All right. So before we do my questions, uh-oh. uh oh, what the, are we doing before? This tie into that. Oh. Well, I want to talk about this his series. A little oh, great. Bit. Speak I easy. But before we do that, what prompted uh, gambling as the topic for first? Um, we've done 122 episodes, and I started to think of things. That we haven't done yet. Uh, we had three possibilities here. Uh, okay. Save them. Save them. Yeah, I yeah. think that's yes. really All right, we'll save Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Uh, and then you know, there's a possibility we've done that before, even though I, somebody did compile a <laughs> list of all our first questions. I, I fan wow. I did that, which is cool. Um, but I didn't go back and like cross-reference this one. But, okay. Um, <laughs> I still think you did a great job. Even though that would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> In general, I will if I'm like not sure of a question. I'm like, have we asked that? I'll cross So shout out to that fan. Yep. <laughs> Thank there you go. You. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a really cool series called Speakeasy. Thank you very much. It's amazing. Web, Thank you. Where much. you interview really interesting folk. Yes. Uh, over cocktails. It's true. At a bevy of different bars in the Los Angeles area. That's right. We have been to, uh, we shoot four at a time. 
Um, and I think we've been to uh, maybe a dozen different bars now, something like that. Do you nice. want to stand out? Um, I'm trying to think. We, we've been to some nice places. Uh, a, a weird one was the American Legion Hall on Highland Avenue. I've heard about that. What? Jamie Foxx is, speaks very highly of it. Uh, really? <laughs> that I had not heard. Yeah. Uh, well, not, not that Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Jamie Foxx we know. The yeah. Jamie Foxx, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, it, it's like this really weird, like old school Legion Hall. Yeah. yeah I yeah, didn't yeah. know. Le- Legion Hall? Now, Vanessa, you and Scabs. First, the other thing, now this. <laughs> you and Scabs. I'm um, getting hungry. I had, ugh. Yeah, take it there. I had, uh, I had been to that place once before. We had a, a rap party for Mr. Show there one year. Really? It might, been, it might have been the final Mr. Show rap party because I remember at the end of the party, we were allowed to take stuff. Like, it was decorated, the place was decorated with all of these props and stuff that we had used over the years and uh i took a couple uh signs like prop signs that we'd used in sketches from from that party so i think it was the last ever oh my gosh and i hadn't been there since then and one of the guests that um i interviewed at that location was uh jake johnson from new girl and he had been in that place before shooting a scene it was his first gig in hollywood um uh uh, he had a, a small part in this movie called Red Belt, uh, which was a David, David Mamet, Mamet movie yeah. about uh, martial arts. Which you would tell Ejio for. That's right. And Tim Allen. Yeah. The great, the great, what a pairing. The great guy, Tim Allen, who's got a lot of interesting views on uh, words, <laughs> English language. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed doing that series. It's been about a year now. Um, and uh, I've gotten to uh, – what's great is it's like it's long-form – conversational style so I can really uh, get into an interesting conversation with people and, and uh, it's been it's been really fun to do they're so intimate and also you have a big good heart and it comes through <laughs> that's, it's that's so very true. sweet of you to say thank it's you it's really nice it feels good it always feels good to like, watch I hope so, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> has anybody gotten um, pretty pretty shit face I think didn't Jason Ritter shit get kind of hammered um, gross <laughs> He got kind of hammered at Comic-Con. I remember that. Um, did he get... I don't remember him getting drunk. He may have, he may have talked about getting drunk. Yeah, I don't know if he actually did. Um, but he. But yeah, it's like it, you run the risk. The guest always drinks more than I do. I always have a couple sips of the drink, and the guest will routinely finish their drink. The person who drank the most was Andy Richter. Had, I think, three Bloody Marys. Ooh, um, delicious. And but he's 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 a he's a large man. Yeah, he's, you know a, yeah. he's tall. Guy. He can handle it. Um, and those Bloody Marys were good. I have to say, I've never been a Bloody Mary mm. fan. But man, oh man, those were good. Something. Everything was in Where the was right that? proportions. I don't remember the name of that. Place. But one of those twelve places has an amazing Bloody but Mary. It was that, it was the, that Bloody Marys. You had to say it five times in a mirror, and you just get taken there. <laughs> Wait, is it up to five times? I thought it was three times. <laughs> Me too. Well, right. the drink is five. They, 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 they want to keep a, <laughs> They want to keep attendance down. <laughs> but those, I I I remember. It, everything was perfect. And, and also, I, I think it's not necessarily the place. I think the bartenders are not necessarily mm. bartenders that work at that particular establishment oh, yeah. all the time. Sometimes they are, but not always. Gotcha. So that was a young lady whose name I believe we mentioned in the episode that it escapes me now. But she made an excellent Bloody Mary. Congratulations. Awesome. A real eye opener. <laughs> well, then my question is tie into this. Sure. This is a speakeasy booze quiz. 
I'm going to give you the ingredients of a classic cocktail. You just tell me what it is. All right. Some of these are uh, pretty standard and easy, and some of them are a little harder. All right. Let's test the limits of and my mixology you knowledge. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, forgot. Yeah. Number one. Very helpful. Gin, vermouth, and Campari. Ugh. <laughs> Is that a slow gin fizz? It is not. If you hit me between the shin and the thigh, and then I, it hurts, so I react. <laughs> what? That's, That's a great clue. If you hit me between the shin and the thigh. Yep. Where is that? That's the knee? Yep. Okay. And then I react. If you say a really bad pun, <laughs> you might get a... Knee jerk? <laughs> it's the knee it's jerk. the knee jerk. Knee action? Uh, it's a Negroni. <laughs> wow uh, I actually really like those I used to hate Campari uh, Hold no, on a second Hold on. I'm still processing what just happened Okay <laughs> You used to be a fan? Uh, I like Negronis now I hated Campari for the longest time mm-hmm. um, But you get a little bit of a taste for it if you. It's got to be a little amount Because it can. It tastes like paint <laughs> You right. get a lot well, of it It goes a long way It's a lot goes, Yeah, but I really like Negronis it's very Like sweet a good drink. paint A little goes a long way Well, the, like the, 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 the sweet vermouth and the gin um, get, like Will balance the bitterness of the Campari So mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of sweetness to it And if it's really cold, I think it's good That's just All me. right uh, Number two Scotch, drambuie, and a lemon twist. That is a... Is that a Rob Roy? Step no. onto this oh. and you'll get tetanus. That's a rusty nail. Yeah. It's a rusty nail. Oh. I almost put Rob Roy on here. It's a good variation you know on my I was thinking rusty nail and I said Rob Roy. Sure. No, I was. That's what happened I on your SATs, too. That is what happened <laughs> on my SATs. Standard testing is I stupid. I got 100 math... Out of 102 verbal. That's bull. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up if you don't believe me. <laughs> all my records are online. Oh, good. Yeah, all my files. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> number three. Check uh, it out, man. <laughs> per node or herb saint, cognac, Peychaud's bitters, and a lemon twist. I don't even have a clue, mm. buddy. Perno, what what else? Pernod or Herb Saint. You can. Uh, oh, it's up to you. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. <laughs> they're uh, they're similarly used, but that's that that should be the thing that gives you the clue. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what that tastes like. Tastes like anise. So it's licorice. <laughs> it's licorice. The Twizzler. <laughs> a big Twizzler. Uh, it's a Sazerac. So, oh, I love Sazerac. I do too. The, I'm not. I am not a big. Mixed drink person, uh, but Sazeracs are something about that. When, and they're very hard to make correctly. Yeah. But uh, I, I and I'm spoiled because the first time I had one was in New Orleans, Ooh. and boy was that good. We, yeah. My wife and I sat on the porch of the Columns Hotel. Of course you did. We had Sazeracs. We watched the trolley cars go by. It was lovely. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a nice afternoon. It was a nice afternoon. Sazerac's I hated to leave it. I love them. Uh, this next cocktail uh, actually English. originated in New Orleans. I'll give you that as a clue. Because uh, it's a little more obscure. Uh, Benedictine, Peychaud's bitters, Angostura bitters, rye, cognac, sweet vermouth, and a lemon twist. Holy shit. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. It's, it doesn't fuck around, this drink. Boy, oh boy. I get in my mood. Actually, I believe it originated down. at that bar with um, that, the rotating bar. Did you go to that in New Orleans? It's slowly no. moving. I heard of it, but I have, yeah. not, we, I have not been there. And what was your when clue? you look up a window, look out of a window, and you see something nice, it's a great. 
view. Mm-hmm. And then you get in a, one of these to go from place to place. Car? That's pretty close. Yeah. View car? Yeah. View carré. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of that. You should order it. It's really good. How's it spelled? Uh, like V I E U X. And then like Jean Le Car, Jean Le Carre, like C A R R E. That's exciting sounding. It does sound it's exciting. A good drink. So many ingredients. That. It's intimidating. It's when I think of that, I'm so like, many I could just never. It's a good drink. Exactly. I would get. I feel like I'd fall asleep halfway yeah. through. No way. I do two ingredients max, and I'm counting the lime. Buddy. And, and you, so you like drinks where the ingredients are in the name? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's so you say it, and that is what happens. No <laughs> question marks. I don't five. Cognac, Cointreau, lemon juice, lemon twist, and a sugar-rimmed glass. Ugh. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very old-school uh, cocktail. Is that a sidecar? Yeah, it's a side great job. Thank you. Well played. One out of all. <laughs> uh, you, you knew Rusty Day. Uh, I did know. I can't, I'm annoyed that I said Rob Roy. I think you got a good shot at this next one. All right. Yeah, you got this. Uh, peach puree or nectar and chilled Prosecco. Is that a fuzzy navel? It's not. Don't Just point at yourself like Prosecco, <laughs> peach puree, and a... Or nectar. You can use the nectar or the puree. If yeah, you're Prosecco. ringing something, but it's really tiny. <laughs> That's a horrible clue. <laughs> Bellini? Yeah! It's a Bellini. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually not bad. Not bad at all. Bellini. It is a Bellini. Number seven, gin, lime juice, and lime wedge. A lime Ricky. <laughs> Sounds like it should be um, one of those creatures you can't get wet. A gremlin? Yeah, it sounds like it should be a name of a gremlin. Wow, that's where you went. <laughs> uh, Say, give it to me again. It's gin, lime juice, and a lime wedge. Is that a grasshopper? Nope, that would have uh, minty things in it. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's a gimlet. Gimlet. I see, right? where, I see where you were headed. Gimlet the gremlin. <laughs> you know what would have been better is a dwarf from Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> right, I'll use eight. that for this clue. <laughs> number eight. A lot of, lot of ingredients in this guy. Okay. Uh, Gin, oh. cherry brandy, Benedictine, Cointreau, orange juice, lime juice, chilled club soda, pineapple wedge, orange slice, and a maraschino cherry. The hell? <laughs> Who has the time? I know. Um, is that a... two-word answer with alliteration in it. Give you that. One oh. is something you do to a br- oh, owie arm, but it's not all the way broken. You could it could be broken. <laughs> Put it in a. <laughs> oh, Singapore sling. There you go. Yep. Well done. That's a lot of ingredients. That's a lot. Right. I had no idea there was that much in that drink. Uh, number nine: bourbon, soda water, maraschino cherry, sugar cube, bitters, and an orange slice. Uh, is that a Manhattan? No, it's close. All you've oh, got. Oh, the old fashioned. Yeah, old fashioned. I always mix those up. Yeah. yeah. They're similar. What is the difference between them? There's one ingredient is the difference, right? No soda in a old-fashioned. I think there's vermouth in a No, a Manhattan. A Manhattan is just this without the orange slice and without soda water, right? Is it? I don't know. We'll never know. I wish there was a way to find out. Yeah, Yeah. weird. We'll never know. I wish something existed. Uh, A spreadsheet by a fan. Number 10. Dark rum, light rum, orange curacao, simple syrup, Orgit syrup, which is like an almond syrup, lime juice, orange juice, orange peel spiral, orange blossom, or a tiny purple orchid. Hey, 
What? It's, is that yours? What would you say about it? Orange blossom or a tiny purple orchid? What would you say it's about like, the oh, thing there? Oh, my time. There you go. There you that go. That's my best Good. clue yet. You know, I haven't been on in a while, but your clues, I feel, have gotten a lot better. Thanks. It's just age. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what else will happen in this life of mine. I don't know. I find, <laughs> I find most it's old people deep. are clueless. What? Right? What? <laughs> well, now it's time for my questions, which have not improved. Um, since we last <laughs> saw each other, have you seen an Olsen twin? No. I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> Travel in the wrong circles. Okay. Um, when you do, give me a call. We'll you, do a special episode that's just about ooh, that Ooh, like a call oh. from the field. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out here on the corner. Of- <laughs> She's here right now. Get down here, Vanessa. Get down. Wait. <laughs> so you still have not seen an Olsen twin? Still. But you know what that does mean in the perspective of my life? You're not supposed to. Or when I see it, it's going to be that much more meaningful because I I know what it is to wait. Yeah. And sometimes you really have to suffer and have patience for you to appreciate what comes along. What, if, like what old- if you do see them? They're crossing the street and mm-hmm. then they get hit by a bus. Uh-oh. If they have a wry grin on their face, it all worked out. Isn't that funny? <laughs> this lady from the podcast is finally seeing us when we get hit by a bus. <laughs> I really hope that doesn't happen. For all of us. For all of us. I can't live with that. They're your big Ninja Turtle doll. They are my big Ninja Turtle doll. I'm just going to keep Eventually, growing. I have to take away your money. <laughs> have you thought about begging your parents to uh, <laughs> take you to see the Olsen twins? They think I have a problem. <laughs> now, have you looked yeah. for them online to buy them? Maybe. <laughs> uh, okay, so you've angered a wizard Uh-oh. by being what is it with this fucking wizard? dapper for your own good. He is sometimes just he can't. I feel like this wizard brings a lot of this on himself. He does. You know what I mean? But I like skin he, wizard. He's jealous he of your amazing outfits. He, he just wears the same situations. robe every single day. Yeah. It's stinky. Yeah. You know. He's jealous. So he has given you these two choices. All right. Either you know that over the next 10 years you will be attacked 100 times by flying monkeys, mm-hmm. never to the death, and you never know when. It's just going to be 100 times. So mm-hmm. it could all happen within one year. It mm-hmm. itself out. Or you know you're going to be killed by a house falling on you, but you don't know when. Hmm. This wizard just watched the Oz movies, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Well. It's a deeper question than it appears. It is because, you know, a house falling on me, I'm assuming it's a pretty quick death. Yeah. I doubt it's a lingerer. I don't think so. Even, even if, like, <laughs> it crushes my body and my head's just sticking out, I feel like I'll probably just be... Now, You're going to be in what, so much shock. Paul, Paul won't understand this, but what's the square footage of the house? It's 1,500. Oh. <laughs> oh. Good for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the monkeys thing, oh. It's intri- I got to say, it's intriguing. It's intriguing. Because it's not, I mean, how, can I ask questions? Yes, of course. How badly do I get hurt in these attacks? You never have to be hospitalized. You get bit and hit. <laughs> do I have to get, like, rabies shots? No. You need no extra care. You just know you're going to be attacked a hundred times. Swooping. I think the first ten would be terrifying, and yeah. then it would just be like going to the DMV or something. It would just be irritating. And they always oh. do some sort of damage. Yeah. Okay. House. Good choice. Yeah. I'm glad you went through it, though. Because I already don't know how I'm going to die. You right. know what I mean? Or when. I don't right. know when I'm going to die. 
But I don't know. To me, it was the bigger question of, do you want to know how you're going to die? Does that change everything? Or is it kind of exciting because you're on a roller coaster and you're like, I don't think a house is going to fall on me here. Here's the thing is that I'm already in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Man. The metaphorical house, I have no idea when right. it's going to fall on me. Right. I just know that at some point, a metaphorical house is going to fall on me. So you're just going to keep doing you. Make it literal. <laughs> I'm still me. Still me. Still me. Great answer. Thank you. Um, if you could be one half of a magic duo, but you have to be paired with a reality TV personality, mm. who would you pair yourselves with and what would your act be like? Do uh, competitive shows count? Yes. Oh, Cat Dealy. Ooh. 1,000% all yep. the way. I'm with Good you choice. And here's what our act would be like. Uh, yeah. Sensational. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> he can tell you more, but magicians never give away their secrets. Here's the, I, we would bring, I think, some uh, classic Tom glamour. It's a great name for the show. Tomcat. <laughs> well, it's an unlucky name for a previous couple. Oh, right. But yeah. that was a different spelling. Tomcat? Tomcat. <laughs> and you win. You win. Okay, continue. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, we would go classic magic, white tie and tails. She would look elegant. Mm. Um, we would – I would also incorporate <laughs> – some sort of murder mystery into okay. the act. We're really like trick people like, folks, all right, this is not part of the act. Someone in this room has been murdered. <gasps> and this would be very difficult because we – of course people are going to think it's part of right. the act. Of course they are. So we, we would really, it. really – it would take a long time to convince people, no, we're not fucking around. Bring the lights up. <sighs> Who has a cell phone? We need to call the police. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> To the point where we get someone in the audience to call the police, and part of the trick is somehow we are able to reroute the call to our plants who come in and all this stuff. Yeah. That is the best, most exciting show ever. That would be fun. Dealykins. Um, I think it's a better name. (laughs) Dealykins. Oh, what's the (laughs) Dealykins? <laughs> Sounds like a kid show with a magical yeah. being. I feel like as a magician, though, my name is kind of being subsumed. <laughs> Shouldn't I get top billing in our conjoined names? <laughs> I don't know. You picked her. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I did. Okay, boy, I did. Boy, I did. I. What am I? What am I talking about? Of course, would be fantastic. This is a wonderful gift I'm giving. Cat Dealey and friend. That's what the name of her act is. <laughs> and pal. <laughs> Uh, so you get to have the show and redo it so you think you can dance. Mm-hmm. But you have to change the verb and then pick your celebrity panel. Um, oh, okay. So you think you get something else. Because mm-hmm. for some reason my mind – I, I changed the, uh, the tense. Oh. <laughs> In my mind I so went, you so you could- thought you could dance? <laughs> Um, it's a wrap-up show. <laughs> it follows see the cadets with whoever got eliminated. <laughs> um, I would make it. Want to be in there? So you think you can jump up and touch that thing? <laughs> and it would be, it would be a high awning. <laughs> And it would be a nationwide search <laughs> of people that jump. They have to jump up and touch a shorter awning. Right. But still, it's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. And then we boil it down, keep boiling it down to people. We just the awning gets higher and higher, <laughs> and uh, and then to the, to the point where in the finale, 
a mini trampoline is enlisted. Oh. Um, and our top, uh, our top five have to go for that awning. Whoa. That'd be America's top rated high jump show. That's right. It would be. Yeah. It would be. And I mean, we would not be shy about announcing that. That would be, yeah. that would be said in you every episode. Um, and who, who would the panel be? Let's see. Me, of course. We're naturally. Um, well, you're the end friend to the other people. <laughs> that's right. Um, I would also like to get in there. Uh, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> the natural choice. Um, are we talking about a panel of three judges and a yeah. host? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you need some some jumping, like, I just think pros. Sha- Shaquille would be good. Jumping experts. O'Neal. Or the celebrated jumping frog of Calaveras County. He'd be yeah, I'd get that. I'd get that judge. frog in there. Yep. Uh, Carl Lewis? Is he still okay. alive? Is he still with us? <laughs> I'm not sure. Can be. We'll bring him back for this. <laughs> he did a long jump, right? Yeah, I think so. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a different direction, man. And then for the host, it would be... Um, no, I... Look, of course. She's already busy right. with yeah, my... Yeah, I know. She's got her other projects. We have our dates on the road. Um, oh, David Lee Roth, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, welcome to the Millionaire's Club, sir. <laughs> but but now, he's just, now he's just David Roth. Is he just David Roth? He's, no, I'm just oh, saying. Or is that his show? He's going to read that Exactly. Oh. David Roth. Serious yeah. television host. And, and as a bonus, he's also a paramedic. So if anybody Everybody's gets hurt covered. in the audience, yeah. <laughs> that's, that was a smart decision because yeah. you saved a little production money on that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we're not trying to fool the audience. So if someone collapses in right. the audience and, and they David collapse. Roth revives them, that was not a stunt. No. And your Kickstarter money is being well used. <laughs> audience members um, okay this is the last question and it's more of a guided meditation mm. picture this okay you're in a field yes I am there are lots of one kind of animal oh hi the smell of some food oh, is intense wow now tell us the things you pictured what kind Here, of field animals and food smell here's the animal um I don't remember what they are called. They're an Australian animal, and they are thought to be the happiest animal. (gasps) They're these little furry creatures, and they look like they're smiling like a person. Oh, my gosh. They have a very sweet disposition. And then all around, what I can smell Mm -hmm. is breakfast is cooking. Eggs and bacon. Mm. And that's where I am in this field. Well, now if Zach Efron enters the field. What? How do you happens? get in here? <laughs> what do you do? I'd say, hey, Zach Efron, what are these things called again? And hope that he has the well, answer. <sighs> Thank you, Paul. Wow. Yeah, Ooh. welcome back. You're back. I feel refreshed. Yeah. We got to some tough stuff there, but. You knew you were complicated. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty as charged. as charged. I always had a hunch about me being complicated. Uh, so, Paul, you did it yet again. You made it through Can't the waters wait. of pop my culture. Uh, people should follow you on the Twitter. Yes. yes. At P.F. Tompkins. At P.F. Tompkins. Don't put an H in there. Watch Speakeasy. 
watch Speakeasy. <laughs> Please, someone. <laughs> We've been doing it. I mean, I'm glad we get to keep doing it, but we the, it's such a poorly viewed show. And I, you know, we get some great people on there. It's amazing. Thank you very yeah. much. I think it's, I'm very proud of it. I think it's a really good show. So everyone else, join in. <laughs> yes. But I, but I do get tweets every day. Uh, so at least once a day, somebody says, how did I not know about this show before? Uh. It's like, I don't know how I could promote it more than I am. <laughs> You're on the same thing where I promote it. <laughs> I don't know. Scroll down. <laughs> yes, but thank you very much for mentioning that. And yeah, I do hope that people will check it out. Us too. You should also check out the Dead Authors podcast. Yes, that's yeah. another one. I really love doing cool. that show. Thank you very much. There was a, a live one you did at Sketchfest where uh, <laughs> John Hodgman. Yes. Uh, Played uh, Anne Rand. Yes, that's right. It was pretty amazing. That's right. One of my Beautiful favorite dress. ones. Yeah. It was the first time we did it uh, out of Los Angeles, and thank you to uh, Sketchfest for having us. And uh, we would love to come back and uh, bring a new author. But uh, that's that's me in character as H.G. Wells interviewing um, uh, uh, other uh, improvisers in character as famous authors who are dead in our time. Uh, and my uh, through the miracle of time travel, mm. they have been uh, brought to the present day. And it's a lot of fun. It is just an hour of riffing I love that, it. for which I do all the research and the person <laughs> that's playing the author has done none of their own research. <laughs> um, and I just ask them questions about stuff in their life and then they just make shit up. It's pretty amazing. Thank you. People should check that out too. Uh, thanks for being here, Paul. We really Guys, what a pleasure to see you, you again. Thank you, you for too. having me. Uh, you can follow the podcast on the Twitter as well. It's at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. Thank you guys for listening. We don't our... Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.